0: Matthew. That's my Richard Clark impersonation. Matthew! <laughs> Sorry.
1: Household switcheroo <laughs> on sexy Bible time. Rarely rarely have we seen we I guess we had um now this is gonna be a long pause. I'm gonna have to edit out because I just blanked on their names. <laughs> Shannon <clears throat> Shannon Martin came on the podcast and then Corey Martin came on the podcast. So there is a precedent for this. Nice. Um, but Danny, it's, it's amazing that you even got time for the podcast because you're always taking all four of your kids to the grocery store and getting hit on by 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 hot women.
0: Yeah, it's true, especially in the Star Wars toy aisle. That's <laughs> <laughs> where they prowl. <laughs> so what? what but is, it, yeah,
1: what is Casey up to? Is she taking all four kids out to get hit on by hot guys? Now, is that how this works?
0: Yeah, it, we had to switch roles today. <laughs> she's she's out with them. And her mom jeans. <laughs> Trolling target. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is, this is, the, you know, eventually we will become a horrible podcast mm. because eventually it will just be my Kendra and myself and you and Casey and all four of us will just do every <laughs> single episode and we'll just talk about like a couple of things and we'll be so obnoxious
0: about it. It'll be the worst podcast of all time. Yeah, we could just call it good Christian fun. (laughs) Shots fired. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. I had to.
1: Alright, so before we get started, I have to ask, I have to ask, do you in fact like Switchfoot?
0: Yes. I love to say yes to you. But not anymore. (laughs) I, I like them as a band, I think. But, I grew up on them, so I can't say no. That's the, that's the problem. I listened to them when they were a trio. I listened to them through high school and then I couldn't listen to them anymore (laughs) after Mandy Moore sang their songs.
1: (laughs) Can can we just start off by going deep on Switchfoot and say, um, Hey, John Foreman, really good guitar player. Like I miss him playing guitar Mm -hmm. because they, they had some really interesting stuff on those first couple CDs.
0: And they don't mm. really do that stuff anymore. No, because no one cares about San Diego rock music. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's like they, like you said, when they hit the Mandy, the Mandy Moore was the, was the fork in the road.
0: Yeah, the Walk to Remember movie. Yeah. They were like all over that movie when she was dying of cancer. Yeah.
1: Also, like missionary dating, like she was dating a guy that wasn't a Christian. So, oh, is that, is that even a faith based movie?
0: I'm gonna go with no.
1: Like Probably once, not. Once they got that little taste of like mainstream, I think I feel like that changed their music, and they just went for like straight radio songs from that point on.
0: That's what happens. I mean, you get that taste of Mandy Moore,
1: <laughs> and I, I can't blame them. I mean, I, I guess you know you can make more money doing that, but I do miss the early Switchfoot music.
0: Yeah, I do too. Legend of Chin, I think, was their uh, first album. Yeah. I think that's the one I started with. I don't know. My youth pastor gave me like a stack of them. Because he he got him for free. Apparently, he's like, "You should listen to this band; it'll change your life." <laughs> you know, youth pastors. Everything will change your life if you do it.
1: But did it help you engage the culture? No, not at all. <laughs> I'm
0: just still in a Baptist church. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> oh man, yeah.
1: I liked uh, I like New Way to Be Human. I think that was my favorite Switchfoot album. It was the second one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was was that just before Dare You to Move? Or what was that um, called? Beautiful Light what Beautiful Let Down?
1: They, they turned out like they turned out like a bun they, they had like because when you're a Christian band it's not super popular, you gotta make like an album a year to break even. Right. Right. <laughs> so yeah, they, knocked, exactly. they knocked out like three or four like in a four year period and I think the next one was um Learning to Breathe. That's right. And then they then they sort of started doing pop.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've probably seen them maybe the most out of any band live. I saw them so many times. Uh-huh. But I can't listen to them anymore. I've tried. Uh. I mean, I know you can't for John Foreman's voice, but
1: <laughs> they're, I mean, they they're fine. Like it's just it's not the same band. They're they're pop now.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um but um they kind of got I, I yeah. wanted to work with them when I worked with CCM Music, but I never got the chance. They had like a special designer that they worked with. Oh wow! Yeah. So, oh well.
1: Are, are you so? Are you done with your CCM collaborations? Like,
0: <clears throat> I'm not actually. I am out. Well, I used to work. So I worked at Word Records, which is. The christian label for warner brothers mm-hmm. and so i went to nashville like every other month for meetings and to meet with the bands and so i did that for about five years doing the tour merch designs and stuff like that and then i left there to just be independent artist but my old boss from there who, I've, who i grew up with and she's a good friend of mine she started her own business and manages artists so i recently still worked with lauren daigle on some tour merch so i still i'm still in it when she freelances me but not as much
1: okay so you can't you can't like spill all the horrible the horrible stories since you still
0: i'm not i'm you know probably could i guess (laughs) i'll never work with those other people again i think
1: you'll never work with who uh
0: francesca (laughs) (laughs) I, really I, I,
1: I find it hard to believe that an artist by the name of Francesca Battistelli
0: <laughs> might be a tad bit high maintenance Um, you know slightly I can't I don't want to divulge too much um, I did work with her for a very long time but I actually love working with Sidewalk Prophets I don't listen to them very much but they were really rad guys Oh, okay. if you want to give them a lesson
1: <laughs> they, uh, I, is it bad that like I know them as the band whose lead singer is kind of
0: fat? Yes, it's not that bad. Okay, but yeah, you're right. It's kinda fat. Is, he's kind of fat. He's got he a he good on, voice.
1: He's definitely on the Mount Rushmore of, of fat Christian dudes, like with Bart Millard and Big Daddy. <laughs> <Guy>. <laughs>
0: hey, I worked with him too. Okay. Um. Yeah, that is the Mount Rushmore of Christian fat guys. That's good. I have never thought about that, but yeah, you're right.
1: I'm trying to think who the fourth guy would be. It feels like I'm I'm just missing somebody uh, in CCM or in general. Yeah, in CCM, it's got to be like a CCM
0: guy. Um, yeah, CCM guy. What's the guy that's not? He's like the Christian Elton John. Um, Ray Bolts. Not not, not the gay route. Okay. <laughs> what is his name? Uh, crap. Butterfly kisses guy. Oh, Bob is that, Carlisle! Isn't he big? I thought he
1: was big. Uh, yeah. See, I would just say he was. I would say he was um, hefty. I wouldn't say he was <laughs> <yeah. laughs> heavyset. The, the The drummer from Leland is a is a large man, and also yeah. the drummer from uh, what's that band? Unspoken. He's a large man. I don't know what yeah. to think about this. This is interesting. <laughs> But there are no there are no uh fat ladies in CCM.
0: No there's not? I mean, no, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, you're, you can you're trust the those wrong lines. podcast to have discernment at this point. You're right. Sandy Patty then. Well I was thinking of her, but like yeah, she's I love Sandy Patty though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. At Mount Rush, I mean, we didn't plan on nowhere in the notes was Mount Rushmore. Oh wait, guys.
0: you talked about on another podcast uh, underrated, and you said it was Barlow Girl. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know about that. <laughs> Hot take, Hot take. <laughs> bring it. So tr- I, I worked with them for a while, and they were, they were, they were amazingly crazy. Not crazy, as in like wild. Just their mindset. I, I mean, the dating Jesus thing is is always interesting to me. Um, and I we went through a huge phase. I think we were going, we were trying to rebrand them too. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and we were going to drop the name Girl, and they were just going to be Barlow. <laughs> <laughs> God, I did so many logos for them, and they never panned out. It just never worked.
1: All right, so here's my question: is that is it is it woke to drop the girl or is it not is it unwoke? What, what where do we fall on
0: that? Like, uh, I think it's I think it's woke, but it's also realizing your career's done. Because <laughs> they just I mean they disappeared. they were just. No, they did. I haven't. I don't know what they're doing. Probably solo stuff, mm-hmm. which means nothing. Yeah,
1: I, uh, they went to the Bethany, or maybe they went to the Bethany Dillon route, and they just got, pre- mm.
0: got pregnant a bunch of times. Uh, oh poor Bethany. I miss Bethany.
1: Yeah, she's still probably only, like, 19 at this point. <laughs>
0: <laughs> probably she, right. She can still come back. That's Shane. I did meet with Barlow at Toby Max studio once. <laughs> <laughs> and Toby was there man. I guess, whatever, I'm going to say it he wears so much makeup it's not even funny <laughs> it's like I, I, I grew up with DC Talk forever, I mean it was the band so I know how old he is everybody does but he doesn't have to hide it what's, but apparently he feels the need to what's the
1: hair situation for Toby Mack?
0: I don't know. He never takes a hat off. Yeah, okay. I think the surgically that's surgically implanted hat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've I've seen a few pictures of him without a hat, and it's like an elaborate. It's I, I can only describe his hair as elaborate, and it's it's very, like curled and frosted tips. A lot. Yeah. It's just a lot going on with the hair. Like the old
0: school Timberlake.
1: Yeah, but. Maybe losing
0: it, but maybe not. At least just a, there's a lot going on. That's amazing. Working in CCM was was interesting. It was a lot of fun, but man, there the are, people are full of themselves. It's amazing.
1: No, come on, no,
0: come. On. Yeah, no, not not Christians.
1: It's Christian music.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like I have too many stories.
1: Who is the person from CCM that you like? That you would just most want to hang out with, like who would be the best hang?
0: The Gaither band. <laughs> Are they CCM still? I love Bill Gaither so much, and that's not even a joke. I listen to them a lot. Like I'll go from like Kendrick Lamar to the Gaithers <laughs> because I have to. I have to get my gospel music in. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. I don't know why. I don't know why. I just love to listen to the Gaithers a lot.
1: That's a good hair comp for Toby Mac, is Bill Gaither. Because <laughs> when you look at, like, Bill Gaither, like, there's a lot going on with that hair. Like, it's <laughs> it's not all natural. There's something, there's, something's going on there, so.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know any current people anymore to listen to CCM. Maybe, uh, ugh, I don't know. Do you remember the, um, the, the boy band, uh, Plus One?
1: Oh, yeah. mm mm-hmm.
0: Oh man, I went to one of their concerts. <laughs> no, and it was question, so good.
1: Question: Was it during the boy band phase, or was it when they yeah. rebranded as a pop no, rock
0: group? It wasn't the rebrand. It was boy band phase, and okay. they were they did everything, everything like the Backstreet Boys, and it was amazing. <laughs> I was I was in heaven. <laughs> I loved every second of it. And then I love when South Park made fun of them, and it was Faith plus one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember that episode. No, oh, so good.
1: <clears throat> no, I, I go back even further than that with the boy bands because I remember. Oh, uh, what was it? There were there were a couple of Christian boy bands like even before that. One of them was just called The Brothers. You remember them? Oh no, I don't. It was three brothers, and they turned into Family Force Five. Really? Yeah the 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 three brothers that formed Family Force Five were like when they were like eight and ten, <laughs> like in that age range, they had a uh, just a horrible boy band. Oh man,
0: awful. I have to listen to this.
1: So uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll send you the uh, I'll send you one of their videos. It, it's oh, one of the worst things you can
0: imagine. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm excited.
1: <clears throat> okay, but. Before we get too far off of Switchfoot, um, I mean, do you want to do you want to pitch the uh, the shirt design? Yeah. So, Which, um, and, and there's no better way to pitch a shirt design than through a podcast
0: when you literally can't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the thing is, everyone has seen your tweet, and that's the best part about it. So it's it's literally your tweet on a shirt, and everyone needs it. I mean, it needs to be in your. <laughs> In the fun, sexy Bobble time T public store instantly. <laughs> I mean, just so I can wear it to a Switchfoot concert. <laughs> I I will one hundred percent do that.
1: Do you like Switchfoot? Yes, no.
0: And we can interview them for the podcast. Just grab a Switchfoot fan, ask them why they like him still. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you keep coming back to this band?
1: i i wonder if switchfoot would wear the shirt like if we sent the if we sent the band the shirt they probably they seem like cool guys they might
0: i'm pretty sure they will <laughs> do you like switchfoot
1: yes no uh <laughs> speaking of speaking of ways to support the podcast uh let's do a quick shout out to chris roundhill Hey, chris thanks for signing up at patreon to support the show um you can find us there i think it's like two bucks that's that's the bottom level so you can support the show and support the, the people who take time out to come on the show and make fun of tcm artists uh like, <laughs> like,
0: like danny's doing right now damn yeah i'm sorry
1: yeah hey, listen this is not a this is not a this is not a podcast for regret danny we just we just You're right forged straight ahead and uh you know I guess we could just make a verb out of make a verb out of it and say, um, you know your wife has has on multiple occasions Richard Clarked me into un- uncomfortable <laughs> silence
0: Matthew <laughs> that's my Richard Clark impersonation. Matthew <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> even tweets that that's the best thing he'll just write your name Matthew
1: <laughs> what I do to Richard Clark on a regular basis on the show uh, Casey occasionally <clears> does <throat> to me because she'll make a joke and I'm just like "Yeah, oh, that's really funny and if you were a guy I'd, I'd add on to that but <laughs> <laughs> you're not just try sponge. living with her I'm not gonna say anything <laughs>
0: <laughs> <clears throat> um so by the way, it's it's always fruit pop tarts.
1: Always okay. Oh, we got to. Oh, that's fruit pop tarts. Okay. Yeah, I thought about that today. All right. What's, um, what's the pantheon
0: for you of top top pop tart flavors? It's it's definitely strawberry. <laughs> okay. With the colored sprinkles. Okay. And then blueberry. All right. And then nothing else. <laughs> I don't I don't like the the other ones like. Why there shouldn't be a s'mores one at all?
1: I think Jessica Thompson's gonna clap back at this. She,
0: <laughs> yeah, I know she will. She's not happy about this.
1: I they they've put something new in the boxes that say extra frosting, which to call it frosting is pretty it's pretty generous to begin with. Right? It's yeah, like, that's true. It's like a a, a calcified sugar spray that. <laughs> But I, I can't really tell the difference with the quote-unquote extra frosting, so that's a little disappointing.
0: Yeah, we have to buy generic, but that's okay. Mm. Shout out to the Great Value brand. Great Value, let's go! All about that Great Value life. So yeah, yeah, but I, I can't do. I can only do fruit pop tarts.
1: Okay. Do the do the cinnamon sugar ones give you heartburn? Is that part of it? <sighs> they're just they're just not pop tarts. They're too sweet. Okay. Sometimes the cinnamon sugar ones give me heartburn. Also, (laughs) I I am 70 years old. (laughs) I'll let you say it. This just in. (laughs) Speaking of 70 years old,
0: Mm. I got to be honest.
1: The Princess Leia spacewalk scene.
0: Mm, We're already going to go there. We're going to go straight to that. It's bad. I don't like it either as a Star Wars fan. It was, it was a little ridiculous. I feel like there was plenty of other ways that they could have, you know, we know that she has force abilities, but that was a little over the top. It was a little frustrating because <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing. That was the problem. <laughs> I should be laughing at Leia almost dying.
1: Well, and the other thing too, is that like, that would have been a, I, I realized it's, well, it would have required some reshoots to work around mm. it but that would have been that was like gift wrapped for them yes um, f- to to send her off yeah um, because she's not yeah it's so nice true one. and when yeah. they did the ridiculous <coughs> spacewalk scene of her flying back into the shit it was like oh, what are we doing like, it also just didn't guys? look ri- it
0: didn't look right like even <laughs> what they were trying to pull <laughs> off it didn't look right
1: <laughs> it looked horrible
0: <laughs> It like when she opened her eyes i'm like cool She's awake. They'll just come send a shuttle and get her, and then she supermans back to the ship. And I'm like, what is happening right now? I'm like, I want to cry because you're playing the Leia theme with John Williams's music. And then she, I don't. That was so awkward. It was just awkward. That's what it was. There's no reason she should have done that.
1: And and also, like you know, she's she's still a, a, apparently a human being, right? In in the in the uh, the dead expanse of space, like. Mm. Not not sure how you survive that, but
0: whatever. The best thing was they didn't they're just like, This is happening and then we're not gonna explain anything. So just <laughs> accept it. Just F you, F all of you. <laughs> just 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 take it, fanboys. <laughs> we're already gonna piss you off enough with this movie. Just just accept this one. <laughs>
1: it was so bad.
0: I mean in hindsight they didn't know she was gonna die, but also I feel like uh, Admiral Holdo, they could have swapped her with Leia, and Leia's exit would have been ripping the fleet in half instead of Laura Dern's character. Yeah. But, yeah, speaking of Laura Dern, she's on my list of older hot women. Wow. We're gonna go there. We're just gonna go Sorry, there. we don't have to. <laughs> we can come back to that, but she's definitely on my list. Mainly because of Jurassic Park, and I was like 10. Yeah,
1: she was nice in Jurassic Park. She had a like a, she had like an, an attainable—that's the right word—attainable quality <laughs> to her in Jurassic Park. Like she was your mom's hot friend, right? It, Who's like, also I mean,
0: smart. Yeah, and likes dinosaurs. Nice yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so I was very happy for her to be in the Star Wars universe.
1: Yeah. So, I, I think we've talked about this off Twitter, like in the DMs, about. It, there's there's like a level of appropriateness that's like ascending of when you when you find an, a cele, a female celebrity hot and if you mention it to your wife like how it's different the Wonder Woman example mm-hmm. like Linda car you can you can see the old Wonder Woman on TV and tell your wife hey she is really good looking and that's kind of laughed off but if you're watching the new Wonder Woman with Gal Gadot and we're like honey mm-hmm. she's
0: she is amazing
1: That'd be a little different.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I don't know why. I mean, what? Maybe because it's the age difference.
1: Well, I guess because Linda Carter is like sixty years old right now, and, and I guess. But she's she
0: still looks good. That's the thing.
1: Yeah, but I, it's it's a little different in that, I, you know, we're not going to go out there and pursue a sixty-year-old.
0: Carter. <laughs> I mean, speak for yourself, Matthew. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, back to Star Wars. Back to Star Wars, yeah. Actually, I'll plug myself real quick. Okay. I have been releasing two official Lucasfilm Star Wars pieces this week. I'm pretty stoked about it.
1: Nice. What are they?
0: Uh one is actually for the Solo movie. I did a It's funny because when I was pitching the art for it, I really just wanted to do Lando because I love Donald Glover so much. Okay and so I pitched it with a really small drawing of Han and Chewie on it <laughs> and they were, they, Lucasfilm wrote me back and said um, we love the piece, love the concept and while while Donald Glover is the standout uh, star of this movie, we actually have to have Han and Chewie bigger because it is a Han Solo movie <laughs> like oh I'm sorry I'll make them a little bigger Yeah. so I have an Empire Strikes Back piece as well coming out this week I'm pretty stoked about But it was like a dream gig working with Star Wars for me. But, um, yeah, I'm excited. So
1: do you need to bask in that a little longer, or can I go ahead and make that joke? No, go for
0: it. Make all the jokes. Make
1: all the jokes. So is there like a height stipulation that Lucasfilm gives (laughs) you that you have to make everyone in the solo movie (gasps) seem taller? Yes. Yeah.
0: You have to shoot them from below. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I'm 5'10". And I've met Donald Glover, and he's taller than me, so he might be kind of tall. Okay, all right. He might th- be at least six foot. <laughs> see, I thought.
1: See, I'm glad you told me that because I was I read that he was five ten, and
0: I was like, "There's no way. There's no I way." Mean, that he was 5'10". He w- I mean, maybe he he has to be at least six. Really? I don't know.
1: He just he looks so small.
0: Maybe he is as tall as me. He I felt shorter next to him. Okay, that may be my ego.
1: <laughs> but. Alden Ehrenreich, who, by the way, sounds like sounds like a Nazi superhero. Like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, he's a, he's a tiny man. Like, can we just throw that out there? <laughs> and if it was the Luke Skywalker prequel, that probably would be okay. But it's the Han Solo prequel, and Han Solo is kind yeah. of a, a bigger
0: guy. Yeah, I mean, Harrison is tall, right? I mean, hes I've seen pictures of him next to Alden, so I think he's a good half a foot taller than him still. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, I mean, at the age of 60, something.
1: I mean, I, I guess I'm okay with being labeled a heightist. Is that the right word? <laughs> well, it's
0: because you're always looking down on everybody. Well,
1: yeah. But he's just hes way too short to play that role.
0: Yeah, I mean... I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, I'm seeing it in a couple of days, but he—it's just—it's just impossible to fill Harrison Ford's shoes when it comes to these roles. So, um, he's got to—he's got to really work for it.
1: Okay. Well, here's here's my question: How, if not Alden Ehrenreich, how short would be too short to play that role? Like Kevin I mean, Hart. Like five foot four, Kevin Hart. <laughs>
0: I mean, how tall is Tom Cruise? Don't they do that trick with Tom Cruise? Isn't he super short? <laughs> I feel like he's probably Kevin Hart height, right? Well, he wears lifts, too, so
1: nobody Does really he? knows.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, they could have done that with Alden. He's got those Han Solo boots on. They could have given him lifts.
1: Yeah. But I, I, Alden's supposed to be like five, n- Eight. nine, maybe. And like when they list He's the dude, shorter five, than nine. me? Yeah, when they list a the dude as 5'9". He's not five. He's probably like five seven
0: and a half. Yeah, that's so true. He's definitely lying.
1: Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> would they have told Danny DeVito? Hey, you just too you can't play Tom. I mean, you can't play Han Solo. You're just too short.
0: I, well, there's probably other reasons they would tell him. <laughs> I failed to see. Any. I think. I think he'd be an amazing Han Solo. <laughs>
1: Danny DeVito in 2018 playing a young Han Solo, like I cannot imagine anything better than that.
0: Mm, It's so true.
1: (laughs) Gosh, with his hair like all flared out, it's always sunny in Philadelphia style. (laughs) Oh man! (sighs) All right, so last Star Wars movie. Do you have any random takes about it? I know we talked that we do we do random Star Wars takes. Do you
0: have I actually random? no nothing crazy random. I actually liked it, but the problem Luke is uh, Luke is my favorite character, and I had to like be okay with this direction they went with him. But um, I don't have any random hot takes.
1: I I I kind of liked it at first. The 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 Luke character arc has not sat well with me since I've seen the movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. But uh I don't know. I actually really didn't like Rose's character, the Asian girl. Yeah,
1: she was kinda of pointless.
0: I I thought so too, and I was excited for her as an actress and the movie and her character in the movie, but her and Finn were just awkward to me the whole time. Mm-hmm. Finn was useless. Yeah. The whole that whole canto bite casino scene was useless it was just yeah i don't know
1: well and i had somebody on the show when the movie first came out that we talked star wars and he made a great point he there's just no plausible reason that they couldn't have brought billy d williams in to be the benicio del toro character
0: Hmm. interesting
1: or not even him but the uh The guy that they were going to the casino to find. They could have even given him a cameo of, you know, they look up at the table and then there's <coughs> Billy D. Williams. and
0: that would have been amazing. There actually really is no reason that he's not in these movies. He's still alive and I wonder, kicking.
1: I wonder if it's like a health thing that maybe he's just not doing well right now. Yeah. And they don't want to talk about it. But. Huh. That's the only, either that or he's got some, <laughs> he's got some hashtag me too things in the closet <laughs> oh, god that they don't want associated with the show
0: cult 44 moments <laughs> i mean yeah i don't know
1: or they're holding him out for a uh, for the third one but that's giving them a lot of credit with i don't know that they i don't, I don't know if they would have that much of a yeah. game yeah
0: yeah i don't yeah no i doubt it but uh, where do you stand on the prequels
1: i i mean The first one almost just felt like obligatory almost of like, Mm. you know, we're just going to literally show you everything we have, (laughs) you have seen before just to assure you that we're going to do it the same way. Mm. Um, I really like uh, Kylo Ren. I think he's an interesting sort of most, mostly villain.
0: Oh, you're talking about Force Awakens?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um yeah, Force Awakens felt exactly like a new hope, but um story wise. Oh you but said I do prequels, like Kylo. So okay. Yeah. It's okay. We can we can talk Force Awakens. But yeah, where do you stand on prequels? Uh
1: I want Mace Windu to still be alive.
0: Really? That's yeah. a hot take. I don't. I'm glad he's dead.
1: Um I think the best part of the prequels was Ian McDermott. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a, just a... it doesn't really get to do a great actor. I think he's a great actor.
0: Hmm. I think the best part of the prequels is Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan.
1: Yeah, he was good.
0: I'm um, really hoping they do a independent film on him, just as Obi.
1: And to me the the I just I need I need Jar Jar to be a Sith. Like I just need somebody to come out and say <laughs> Yeah, that really was the idea. Now Lucas got cold feet and <laughs>
0: No, he just tried to. He tried to have that funny character, and I think the internet just ended up not liking it.
1: So here's my theory about why. Here's my theory about how that broke. I think Jar Jar was supposed to be. He was going to be the Sith, and I think that Lucas got so much crap about it. He knew that if he went ahead with the plan, no one would give him credit for it, and they would (laughs) say, "You turned him into a Sith because we all hated him." And at that point, oh. he just decided to cut his losses, and <laughs> yeah, that's where Count Dooku came from.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't, I didn't watch any Star Wars until the prequels came out. I didn't really know much about it. Apparently, uh, my, my family weren't very nerdy growing up. We were sports and all that crap. So, when when high school happened, I think I was, in, I think I was in high school when. Episode one came out. I was like head first into Star Wars. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I love episode one a lot. I actually love the prequels. I don't like episode, I don't like the Clone Wars that much. I don't ever watch it, but I love episode one and three. I think Revenge of the Sith is probably the strongest of the three prequels.
1: I would agree with that.
0: Just for the last, you know, lightsaber fight scene alone with some amazing scenes, but yeah I'm a prequel lover i i will I will take that to my grave. I love episode one a lot
1: I will say the c g i was a little overdone in the prequels
0: <laughs> yeah I mean everything was green screened yeah. It's kind of annoying that he abandoned how much practical use he used in the original trilogy that was what made it so amazing
1: I really, um, don't but, under- I really don't understand when directors fall down that path of like him and Peter Jackson of you know you create these amazing worlds and then just completely abandon them because of green Mm. screen
0: yeah i mean yeah you're probably right going from like the lord of the rings to the hobbit there was a major visual change but um yeah i don't know it must be easier i guess um at least director i mean they got they make all the artists cg artists work harder Mm -hmm. i don't know yeah
1: Opin- Hayden Christensen
0: oh uh yeah, there probably could have been a better I don't mind the thing is you gotta chalk it up to a lot of the writing. I feel like other movies I've seen Hayden in he actually wasn't terrible, yeah, so I feel like maybe George's writing and directing probably wasn't the best for Hayden out of the mm-hmm. blocks because he was so young um I don't know. There's a, there's some good scenes with him, but there's a lot of bad scenes with him.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's the dialogue. The dialogue is so bad sometimes. Just at least even the chemistry between him and Natalie Portman was just never there.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Too. <clears> um, <throat> I I don't think the prequels are as bad as everybody says they were. I mean, I think the, like there was some real emotional... Pull in the third one yeah and I talk a lot of that up to Ewan McGregor I mean he was just really good in his confrontation at the end
0: yeah yeah him at the end was yeah he's pretty solid I I love that scene a lot mm-hmm. um I feel like a lot of people just don't want to defend them even the stuff that they like in the prequels and they just kind of go with the flow and mm-hmm. it drives me crazy especially in the Star Wars fandom it's annoying
1: yeah um how do you think the last one's gonna? How do you think the last one's gonna go?
0: I mean, with Leia—well, not Leia—with Carrie Fisher dead, I feel like it's got an intro into somehow getting her out of the way right away. Yeah, it's got to start that way, um, at least in my opinion. Just so we can get the emotional, you know, dead Leia gone, so we can focus on the rest of the story. Mm-hmm. I don't think they need to drag it out. I mean, they're going to have to kill her off. She can't just Leia. Just can't disappear.
1: So, or they can't do the crappy
0: CGI. Oh, they'll I don't try, want to talk about Rogue One. That, that drove me nuts. How bad Leia was in Rogue One. <laughs>
1: it was really bad. <laughs> <sighs> and they had it's going to be even worse.
0: Like, it really is. It's never like, going to look better did, than it is right now. Yeah, what they did with Tarkin in Rogue One, I thought was at least good. I mean, he his CG looked really well done. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be fine. But, like, everything leading up to Leia, like, showing her from behind, handing it off. Like, you didn't see her face, but you knew it was Leia. I felt like that was just enough. Yeah. And be like, yeah, that's perfect. And then she turns around, and you're like, oh, <laughs> that's that's not Carrie Fisher at all. Why did we just have to see her face? Yeah. Like, they everything, like, when the door opens, you see Leia's silhouette from behind. You're like, oh. You get the chills. Like, that's, that's amazing. Like, that's really rad that they threw that in there. But when she turns around and she says hope or whatever, and I'm just like, ugh, no, why? Why? Because the ending is so powerful with Vader, Vader in that hallway scene. I mean, every, I get the chills every time you watch the scene. That's just like, that's the Vader we want. Like, we never got that Vader really in any of the original trilogy. I mean, he's pretty great fighting Luke in Jedi, but, that Vader coming down the hallway just ripping through the rebels was like like that's that's the Vader we wanted. And that scene is great. And then it leads into bad CG carry and I'm like, ugh, why do we have to end that way?
1: Or at the very least, just have a young actress that kinda looks like her. Like that that would have been better than the CGI.
0: Yeah, and I think the actress they used to CG on top of her actually probably could have pulled it off. Oh yeah but maybe but I mean the CG was just you could tell it was rushed that's the problem I feel like it was really forced
1: do you think there'll be redemption for Ben Solo in the last one
0: um, I want it I would. I think that would be that'd be because we never I mean we got we kind of got redemption with Vader and so uh, I mean Luke always saw the good in him and he says it up to the end but I don't know. I mean, Ben, I think he had his chance. I think the end of uh, Last Jedi, he kind of he kind of had it. And I think now he's just going to go full Sith.
1: I think Carrie Fisher not being there, or, or Leia not being I think that makes it a little more likely, because I think it would have been hard to give him redemption with Leia still there, because, you know, he just killed your husband.
0: Yeah. And you know what's also crazy is, I never really thought about it until recently. Was the fact that no one in the rebels um, that I can think of, maybe Ray, I don't remember Ray does, but no one knows that Kylo is Leia's son. Like it doesn't seem like Poe knows.
1: Oh, good point.
0: And so, like when they find out that Leia's son is Kylo, I wonder how they'll react. And the the crazy thing is, I feel like that could have been a major part of the story, but now that Carrie's dead, I feel like a lot of it's going to have to change. And maybe their reaction will be less emotional after Carrie's death, or after Leia passes in the movie. I mean, I don't know. But no one, like, I think Poe is so close to Leia, and the fact that he doesn't know that Kylo's her son is going to be a big point in the movie. Not yeah. big, but seeing his emotions is going to be interesting,
1: and, and also, how
0: he reacts.
1: And also none of the rebels know that, that Kylo saved Ray.
0: Right, yeah. That's true. So maybe there's... May, I mean, maybe. Maybe he'll turn. I kind of... I don't know. I like Adam Driver a lot. I know a lot of people dislike uh, Kylo's character, but uh, I don't know. I feel like I really dig it. He's got that... I don't know. If it was anybody else, I don't think they could have played that angsty... I don't know. I dig him.
1: Yeah. I, I If I had to guess, I would guess that they would give him like a like a deathbed redemption mm. um, you know turn him into a force ghost at the end
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I didn't I don't know how it's gonna end and it's it's gonna have to end you know it doesn't have to but I feel like at the end of a trilogy it's gotta have some sort of climactic ending for at least Rey or Kylo and mm. I don't know if either I don't know if one of them's gotta die I think mm-hmm. I can't imagine them killing off Rey but <sighs> and then I can't imagine Kylo turning. So I'm really, I mean, I'm excited that JJ's back doing it because I, I mean, I like JJ Abrams a lot. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I think Ryan took a lot of risks with the last Jedi and, um, it'll be interesting what happens.
1: Well, if, if this even speaks to like how useless Rose and Finn were, right. the scene at the end of, or at the end of the battle on the salt plain when they're, uh, it looked like fans was about to die and, you know, that Rose might die too. When they saved, when they pulled him out of the fire and, and they both mm-hmm.
0: lived, I was kind of like,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah but the I,
0: also, I, he, he pulled her, that. he pulled her through the crack in the wall during the, uh, and title ent- and entire assault on Luke. So I don't know how he got past that. <laughs> I don't really know how he walked past that dragging a body, but he did somehow. <laughs> Um, actually, when when he was drive when he was flying that ship towards the uh that Death Star battering ram, I'm like, all right, I can, I can feel this. Like he's gonna die. And I was kind of not happy, about it. like this is a dope ending for him. Yeah. It then, when, then when Rose saved him, I'm like, Ugh. and then she kissed him. I'm like, all right, come on now. You guys have had enough time. Can we not do this?
1: And wasn't there like a really bad line there of like we we, we have love or something. <laughs> like
0: that yeah i don't even want i can't even quote that i don't know what it was it was terrible it's like we have something
1: (coughs) we have everything we need we have love or something (laughs) yeah yeah, also they have the battering ram and they're about to kill everyone
0: so right and yeah yeah that was interesting
1: but you think snoke is is dead for, for for good
0: you know i was I think yeah, physically, but I was interested I was wondering if there's gonna be a force like a Sith Force ghost for Kylo. I um, like we're
1: we're one villain short going into the end.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we definitely are. I mean we still have um the Weasley brother um leading the way. But yeah, we just have Kylo coming into it and so I wonder how much of a threat I mean that's she wiped out that when holdo went through hyperspace and wiped out so much of that fleet i wonder how much of the first order is left and how much kylo has and it's interesting i'm i'm really wondering how they're going to go there's got to be an added bad guy somewhere mm. bounty hunter or a boba Fett type character maybe i don't know yeah i
1: i could have done without the uh the snoke cgi i just thought that was a little pointless
0: Oh man, did you watch on the extras at all? No. They no. they they play the entire Snoke interrogation of Le- of Rey, mm. but just Andy Serkis. It's just without any of the CG, uh-huh. and man, it's pretty powerful. Like, I think they should have just made Andy Serkis Snoke and not CG his character, because totally it was a totally it agree. was pretty awesome watching him do like. He was acting the entire role, and I don't. It was kind of a bummer thinking that they CG'd over that because it was powerful. He did an amazing job. Yeah,
1: yeah. Again, it's like the well. We've got this new toy. We better use it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would have rather had practical effects with him. Yeah. Um, I I I am kind of bummed that he's gone so soon. I, I like the Snow character. But now there's just more questions, and maybe it'll be. A, I I think that I would love a Force Ghost Snoke. I think that'd be pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Still in Kylo's head.
1: Yeah. I I was impressed with the with the twist. Like I didn't expect him to go that soon. I was impressed with that.
0: that. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that scene of the Ray and Kylo fighting back to back against the Praetorian Guards. Were that was a great scene. That was a, that was one of the best Star Wars scenes. I think. Yeah. A lot of fun to watch.
1: Yeah, I definitely liked it. I also wondered too. Like, was that a little overrated, though? Like, how tough were those Praetorian Guards? Like, were they, are we sure that they weren't just totally out of shape? Because <laughs> exactly. What kind of threats are they having to deal with inside the throne room?
0: Yeah, I the mean, most
1: powerful Sith inside a spaceship. Like,
0: what, that's. I mean, that's so true. I mean, he could he. He had the power to connect the minds of Rey and, and Kylo. He could lift. I mean, the the way he just threw around Rey. I mean, what? Why does he need guards? But then he did get cut in half, and all of his guards died. <laughs> so, so I mean, maybe. I don't know. <laughs>